Simpson. And Japan have gone absolutely without leave. This is Whitmore. Paul and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the Reggae Boys who take the lead. Greetings football lovers, happy football Sunday to the football family. Welcome to Ball Chat Podcast. My name is Benton, one of your hosts, a part of the family. Come on, Junior, Wagwan family, happy International Football Sunday. Wagwan family, our winner reach International Football yet. We're so rich, man, everything good. I mean, happy Sunday to you as well. Happy Football Sunday, Junior. Wagwan family, how are you doing? The rice and peas done cook already? Yeah, but I, I don't know if I can get the food because I don't know if, if, if it's in a restricted area. <laughs> it's a restricted zone. Um, football lovers, welcome to Ball Chat Podcast, um, where we discuss some of the weekly, weekly news in the world of football. If you're new to the channel, go ahead and like, uh, smash the like button and go ahead and subscribe to the channel. It's all about football all about English Premier League and domestic football at the top of the show. We'll then segue at the back end of the show, at half an hour into the show, to discuss Jamaican football, because the Reggae Boys World Cup qualifiers is kicking off later on this week when the Reggae Boys take the field against Team Mexico. But we're starting off with our ballers and bugs at the top of the show. Ballers being the impressive players of the week, and bugs being the unimpressive players of the week. If you're watching us on Flow Sports, if you're watching us on Ball Chat YouTube page, Ball Chat Facebook page, or Twitter or Twitch, take part in the show. It's a live and interactive show. Send on your ballers, the impressive players, and send on your bugs. We'll go ahead and acknowledge and read them out. Come on, we're not wasting any time because we are very excited for Jamaica's game coming up this week. And very <laughs> excited about Jamaican football discussion at the back end of the show. Let's start with your ballers of the week, family. Who you have as your impressive players? So I have to give it up to David Dehe because he kind of saved um, Manchester United from Wolves. I mean, Matt, they did win. Junior Junior side did win, but they weren't really convincing. And I think if they were playing a better side, it would have been 4-1. So Wolves never do what they're supposed to do. So I have to say David Dehe because he saved two point blank you know, range um, shots. So he's one, and I have to also give it up to Shamar Nicholson. Shamar Nicholson and his team beat. Um, uh, it ended. It ended up being nine men at the end of the game. Um, team Shamar Nicholson scored a hat trick, so that's commendable for the young man. So I'm giving him my baller of the week um, because he was impressive. Should have been four goals, but he missed the penalty. But a hat trick is good nonetheless. Our balls are getting ball of the week from Kamuin Junior. Big up yourself, Shamar Nicholson. Um, and along with David De, De Gea. Come um for Kamuin Ballers of the Week. Junior, Ballers of the Week family, your impressive players of the week. Your my, impressive players of the week, family. My ball of the week is is a coach again, you know. Nuno Esperito Santo. The man have Tottenham playing like they were playing under Jose Mourinho, but he actually have the players liking what they are doing compared to the old coach. Same side, same system, but the man just, it just make the man them just feel happy coming to work. So I'm not for big him up. They're on top of the league. It's early days, but still, Tottenham is playing a lot better. They're, they look a lot more comfortable than they have done under Jose Mourinho. So no, no, definitely. And also... 
have to give it to come on, boy. Come in, understand how. I don't understand how Michael Seaton has scored for him debut. I will not big him up. Big up Michael Seaton, a man score. Uh, hey, Michael, I apologize. But your side name, BSV Swars, Weeb, Raiden. I don't know how to pronounce that name, but you score for your debut. Boy, goal. And Tapper. <laughs> like I'm bringing in the ball before I'm slapping it. Hey, all right, we're done. All right, uh, calm down, Junior. Calm down. We'll get to that in a second. By the way, Junior. You're actually a goal and an assist, but them lose. So, anyways. <laughs> Fix him up there. By, by the way, Junior, please lower the, the, the Cristiano Ronaldo image that you have in your background, family. It's look a bit suspicious. We have the man. Um, image in a very suspicious position. So lower the image, brother. <laughs> Ball of the week. Junior, you, you, you have something to say, family? Move up. All right. <laughs> Ball of the week for me is Everton, Rafa Benitez, and Everton. I have to give Dominique, Dominique Calvert, Lewin, Fabian Allen. You know what? It's early warm. It's early part of the season. So we're going to get the Everton ballers of the week out of the way. But Rafa Benitez and Everton seem to have settled in nicely. Very impressive start to the, to the, to the beginning of the EPL season. So I have to give them ball of the week. And I have to give a ball of the week to the hat-trick man himself, Robert Lewandowski. Why not? He's scoring hat-trick. He, he scored many hat-tricks before, but we always have to give him mad props as um, Bayern Munich beat the bricks of um, Hertha Berlin, I think, in the Bundesliga. So, ball of the week to Robert Lewandowski. Will he end up at Man City is a question out there. <laughs> ball of the week to him. And also, ball of the week to Everton. An honorable mention to Atlanta United baller, Luis Arju. Come on, don't bad mind me. Luis Arju <laughs> looks like a baller. All right? Hey, so many folks were also give Mikel Antonio a big up too. He had a goal on assist. I mean, like, can he stop scoring? Big up Mikel Antonio, you get a ball of the week. Of course, you have to big him up. If only if you play for the reggae boys, you get ball of the week. You will ball of the week <laughs> for the entire year on. If you bring that energy to the reggae boys, you'll be baller for the entire year. So big up yourself, Mikel Antonio, with a goal and assist as West Ham. Um, let one slip in a, and they drew that game. They, they had a command in what 2-0 lead and let it slip. We'll get to that in our EPL roundup later on. Let's, um, let's get to our bugs of the week. And football family, keep your ballers and bugs coming in. We'll, we'll, we'll read them out as they come in. Bugs of the week, come on. Who you have as your unimpressive player? And don't say Tapa. <laughs> Tapa that do not yet. Um, it, it has to be the team. Arsenal. We have to. Everybody expects it. Well, no, not everybody. Because I'm in a football group and two Arsenal men say Arsenal was going to beat Man City. So that's everybody um, smart, right? So, listen, Arsenal have to get a bug, even with that red card. Even if you're 10 men versus Man City, there's no way that you, a team that used to be consistently in top five get five zero from manchester city and it's not even the score line is how they got it so they have to really get a bug um for me i'm not going to say liverpool but listen liverpool had my side on the ropes 
nowhere on earth Liverpool had 45 minutes plus three or four minutes of stoppage time and did not beat Chelsea yesterday. So they're going to get a small little bug from me, but just because I think they were they were good enough to beat my Chelsea um, with the advantage of a man. So they get my little bug. All right, really? Jimmy, I keep the ballers and bugs rolling. We're not even going to spend time and, and read out Kamon's ballers and bugs. We hear them for the world. It's Arsenal always getting a bug from Kamon. Uh, Junior, give us your, your bug of the week, your unimpressive player of the week, family. We'll go ahead and read some of the comments from the family joining us. Um, really appreciate the family joining and um, tuning in. Junior, who you have as your bug of the week, family, unimpressive players of the week? No. He's 30, what, 31 now. And when he was playing at Man City, what did we call him? Super Mario Balotelli, right? We call him Super Mario, right? Yes. He played Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. What was it that Mario always do when he jump? He punched the wall or punched the, 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 the question mark, right? I don't know if Super Mario Balotelli thinks uh, the question <laughs> his teammate was asking him on the bench was equivalent to that question mark in Amaya Brothers. I don't know why I'm talking the money in my face when he marks him a question. So... What the fuck is the money in my face? Hey, Balotelli, everything Balotelli to add that microscope for me. You should never talk the money in my face, Balotelli. Come on, is that fake news? The brother has spread about, about uh, Mario Balotelli. Absolutely. I mean, like, listen, he was upset that he was substituted. And he hit the wall and him and oh come on, Junior, go watch the video. I mean, like the man make a big deal out of it. Him and just barely touched the teammate. Him never thump him. It's not that it's, it's a, it's a, but you know, but but Junior is correct. Everything that Balotelli does is under the microscope. It could be small and him, him get in a trouble feet. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, why always me? Why always me? That's right. Um, my bug of the week. I gave Everton ball of the week, but I'm gonna give one of their player bug of the week. Richardson. Yes, Junior, you're a baller out of Brazil. He gets a bug of the week from me. Why? Because why is Richardson fighting for a penalty kick? Rafa Benitez already declared that Dominic Calvert Lewin is the PK taker for this team. And when Dominic Calvert Lewin is on the field. He takes the penalties unless he decides to give it to somebody else. Apparently, Richardson <laughs> did arrive late that day for training because he was pissed off. He was mad. He was angry because he wanted to take the penalty. Junior, talk to your boy, um, Richardson. He gets a bug of the week. And Bridget, calm yourself and score the goals from open play and leave the big striker alone. <laughs> hey, honorable, honorable bug doing I forgot to Juventus. If it's one thing you can do, is lose to Empoli. The first match after Cristiano Ronaldo left, you call it a Bob Marley. <laughs> uh, why you have to bring in Cristiano Ronaldo? Junior, let's get you some of the comments quickly before <laughs> we segue to the dark video, Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo. Let's get some of the comments coming in. Real quick, Jeremy is saying that the ball of the week is Dagia Elliott from Elliott, um, Liverpool. Yeah. Dogs is the entire Arsenal team. Errol is saying, Errol is an Arsenal fan, you know. Entire Arsenal players and coaches, bug of the week, ball of the week, Spurs defense. Germany also, Antonio is playing well. Big up to Moby Guna. Moby Big Guna. up. 
Big up uh, Military Guna and the Mobia Guna. Check out Military Guna TV for wall-to-wall -wall coverage of reggae boys and Arsenal. It doesn't even matter if they're bad. Military Guna is still covering Arsenal. Big up yourself, family. So you know, so Military Guna, I salute you. You're a real <laughs> Arsenal fan. Arsenal, Gunners for the life. Um, Unlike Sean White, because Sean White jumped off the wagon. Almost broke his neck. <laughs> now he's saying his bug of the week is Arteta Cranky. The I mean, Ars, uh, Sean should take off the hobby of Arsenal team, brother. Yeah, because he did say about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Junior. Any other comments you want to highlight before we get to your dot Vieda? Fabian said that Chelsea defended well enough for the draw. Jamie Vardy gets an honorable mention. Omar Bailey said Arsenal is the bug for every week from now on. Kofi Paul is asking a simple question. Where is Jason Frame? We will find him. We will find him. We're putting an APB out. But say we're, not, we're, we're not going to find him. Because I sent him two memes this morning and him out for cry. So we're not <laughs> going to find him. Jason Frame, big up yourself, family. We'll still link you forward. I'm segwaying from ballers and bugs to the big news that landslide is the world of football this week. The Dart Vaders Jr. call him. The man himself, five-time Ballon d'Or winner, general in this business, CR7 returned to the soft soap side. Junior, the, the legend has returned. Your thoughts, the legendary ball has returned. I mean, I see a Gladbach boss. How was this, this trans, transfer for you in terms of the, the, the roller coaster? He was almost on the verge of going to City to now end up at Manchester United. Of course it must. But listen, me. I know Ronaldo sit down and watch a game today. And I know him have some box ready for shell out to some people. One Bissaka, you get two box. Fred, you, you, Fred, Fred might as well just fake an injury you know, and just say, yeah, know, anytime Ronaldo play, me injured. And all they might get two box though. The boss is back. We finally get leadership back in the team. That is what we, that is what was missing. Now, will Ronaldo make a big difference? I highly highly doubt it in terms of on the field but the team is going to the team is going to play a lot better and it's going to be because of Ronaldo come on the general is back Rio Ferdinand called him up when it was rumored that he was on his way to city Rio Ferdinand said Bridget to paraphrase what you do you can't go over there so um come on your thoughts on the big man himself being back I don't think that he would have gone to Man City. I think it was just a ploy. Okay. Or it was just something to, you know, because the, the, the Messi transfer was exciting. So I think that's what they did. I think that's what George Mendes did because um, he wanted to be exciting. Um, yes, Cristiano Ronaldo is one of the best players in the world, but he's 36 years old. So I don't really see why Manchester United went out and even though it was under 20 million um, for him, I don't see the reason why they went out and they got him. I don't think he's the answer um, to their issues. But let us see. You know, I wish nothing but bad things to Manchester United. I don't want them to come even top four because I do not want to hear Junior's mouth. But see? I don't. So I don't think that Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be the game changer. Not when I'm a sucky team, because I swear to God, Fred is teething a paycheck from Manchester United. One man can't bad stuff. 
CR7 scored 29 goals last year for, for Juve, 31 the year before, 20, uh, 21 in the 2018-2019 um, season. Junior, if not now, when? Do you guys win the EPL with Cristiano Ronaldo this season? No. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty much one year, at best, you can ask from this baller, right? One good year at 36, right? Two years, two years. Next year... Next year, you're going to see a different menu. Next year, you're going to see a different menu. This year, we're going to see, we're going to see improvements. Games like today is a game that Manu would have lost last year. You know? And they, they figured out a way to win it. I know you had Cristiano Ronaldo. Put it this way. Cristiano Ronaldo played last week. We wouldn't draw that game. So, we're no. make some differences. <laughs> Junior, Junior, let us be honest today. <laughs> if you guys were playing a better side, you would have lost today. I won't had maybe four clear cut chances. If it was a better side, if Wolves could have finished, it would have been 4 1. I don't know. I really don't know. We can't, we can't always put all the goals that Ronaldo has scored. But we've talked about it. We've said Syria is not a strong enough league. English league is. You hear people talk about it. People come and say, I am surprised. I never expected the physicality. You know, they will flourish everywhere else. But when they come to the English Premier League, them have issues. Yes, he was a star there when he was younger. But 36 years old, going up against them, I don't, I don't even see it. I said that you guys would come fifth. I'm moving you up out of respect for Ronaldo just to force. Um, you know, Ronaldo won the Golden um, Golden uh, Award at this year's Euro. Come on. And Junior. Six well, goals or five goals and one assist. Even though he's 36 years old, can you depend on some of that statistic to bring to Manchester United? Are we, I mean, he's one of the best, I mean, shape football. Unless in shape football. Unless Bruno, unless Bruno, is going to give um penalty duties to Ronaldo. Then the must. I don't see Ronaldo. I don't see Ronaldo um scoring ten goals. Then the must. I mean, who else is going to take the penalty? There's no debate. <laughs> I mean, that is but, obvious. But, but if, if that's the case, then take away the captain's armband from from um fridge well, and give it to Ronaldo. If you are going to just have him walk in and take all the important duties, might as well give him the captain's armband then. Yeah, but he's a, a junior. I'm going to put the ball on this before we move on to this weekend's play in the EPL. Um, you get the last say, but you pretty much have a de facto captain without the captain armband with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, right? I am, I am currently sending the general a direct message. Say, come on. I wish bad for him, sir. But you finally have a captain. He might not have the captain's armor. We have not had a captain for the last three years. Let's just call a spade a spade. We haven't had a coach for the last six years. <laughs> so, so, so why not just hire Ronaldo? So, so hold a second. Is he going to be a player coach? Yes, that, I think is so. Is that what we're going to see? Right. If, if, if somebody cares, then just name it JFF. Because it's like <laughs> everything goes. There's an order. Coach. Player, captain. I mean, like you can't just make this one that's going in and take over everything. Is that that word? This is not the JFS. This is coming from a Chelsea fan that sat down and watched their idiot goalkeeper tell the coach, "Say him no one come out for the field." Boy, oh, excuse me. 
me, excuse me, and we talked about that. Because I said, if I was coaching my U9 side, and I tell my poor people to come off and tell me no, him going home with his mother crying. So, I mean, like, listen, I him can't do that with TT. Him cannot. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's segue from the Ronaldo move. Big, big move. Do we expect any other um, major transfer to happen? Does Mbappe move on? Um, no. This not, window? This, not, this, and, not this season. And, and, and one final question before we, we go to some results. Does Mbappe move on this transfer window? And secondly, does Man City, because they failed with Kane, and if, this, if we're to believe this Ronaldo transfer rumors uh, with Man City, they fail with Ronaldo, do they go out and try to get a nine? um before the transfer window close in two days they should they should go for Jonas boy Jonas boy scoring over by Dortmund they need to go for it so if you have all this money and what Pep wants to do is win Champions League and he wants to win Premier League on on, on the way to all of those he wants to win all the little trophies that they have why not break the bank you you are allowed to do that why not go for Jonas boy Holland over there, he's doing extremely well. He's young, right? And Pep can mold him into that great number nine. I mean, like, listen, I would not take Harry Kane. I don't care what anybody wants to say. Yes, he's England's golden boy, but I do think that Holland is a better, truer number nine than Harry Kane. And if I was City, that's who I would go for. Zork, okay. director of uh, football, uh, Michael Zork, said that he's not running a bank. He's running a football club, director of club football at uh, Borussia Dortmund, when asked about the potential £200 million bid for Erling Haaland by PSG. He says, we're not running a bank, we're running a football club. Uh, Junior... And, then, then he's, and he's a liar. When was the last time Dortmund win nothing? He, he's <laughs> a liar. I mean, he is the carbon copy of Arsenal. Don't want to win anything, just make some money. Yeah. I'm a tell. Junior, does, does uh, Mbappe leaves PSG before this window close in two days? And ultimately, any other big transfer news that you see before the 31st? Does Man City go out and get a nine? I think, I think Man City is more, more viable to get um, a nine. And cut, they, they're going to call Bayern Munich because the boss want to leave. Lewandowski want to leave. And it is just... A match made in heaven. Pep is leaving in two years. Lewandowski probably really realistically have two years of football left. Go, go play, go play for Man City. I think the M I, I think Mbappe should have been at Real Madrid, but I think Leonardo has, has burned that boat. And I honestly think Pogba and Mbappe are in communication and saying, What the hell is one more year? We are, we're already making a lot of money. We are on two decent teams. Let's just play it out and meet a Real Madrid next year for free. That means that Madrid going to have more money to give us. So Leonardo is going to be left with egg on his face. And I think a lot of these, a lot of these directors' jobs will be on the line next year because the Holland sweepstakes start next year, right? Holland is untransferable. They said that. Sweepstakes is next year. PSG got Messi for free and is going to lose Mbappe for free which is crazy. Pogba is going to go for free. It's crazy. So I don't think Mbappe leaving anymore. I'll be shocked. But Lewandowski to, um, to 
Bayern Munich to, to Man City is something I have my eyes on. And you never know. What if Joe Felix just happened to fall, trip and fall at, at Man City? But Man City is going to get their striker. Uh, yeah. And, 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 yeah, yeah, go ahead. Come on. Lewandowski. Timar Felix. <sighs> yeah, yeah. We, but we've been shocked before this transfer window. Definitely, because no one thought that Ronaldo would have ended up, at least in May, we, some of us speculated that it could happen, but we never thought it. Definitely didn't see this Messi going to PSG. So let's, let's watch this space. All right, let's get to some football on the field and focus on the EPL. Yo, Liverpool escape. Playing 10 men, 10 men Chelsea and can't win. Your thoughts to Chelsea Liverpool fan, come on. Liverpool escape or Chelsea escape? Liverpool I mean, escape. No, 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 no. Liverpool had my side on the road. Liverpool is playing. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Liverpool had. Listen, from a Chelsea fan, Liverpool had us on the ropes and I was really worried. Everybody up in arms bought the red card. It was the correct call. Move on. Um, but you know, I am I am really, really um I was surprised. I was proud, I was pleased, I was happy that we were a defensive unit. Um and I and I tell you, Virgil had Lukaku in his pocket. I don't care what anybody wants. So them tell me to ask for Lukaku, but for a hundred and thirty-five million, he was really non-existent. And you could see the defense masterclass by VVD. Even if the one um Lukaku, I pretend like he might walk for a talk to somebody over there. So VVD was behind him. It was like his shadow. So he, I think Liverpool did very well in kind of closing Lukaku down and he never had enough chances. Um, I think I like Timo Werner where he is. I think that's his natural position, the bench. Um, so that was kind of interesting. I don't know what's going to happen with Osna Doy. I think he's going to go away on loan um, because he's not being utilized. So I like this chat that I see. We're strong, a strong eleven and a strong bench. And my apologies to Liverpool fans, but I expected you guys to win that game. You had 45 minutes in the second half. 10 men versus 11. You have a man advantage playing at home. Junior, Liverpool should have taken those three points, right? Apologizing. In words of the late great Lee, Lee Perry, R.I.P. Scratch Perry. <laughs> Scratch Perry. Yeah. Past legend in the business. We'll have to take our hats off to him. Yes, yes. Put on an iron shirt and chase Satan out of earth. Yo, two put on an iron shirt and go in at the heart of hell with 10 men. And I, told, I put this in a group. I said in a group, Chelsea looked comfortable in the first half. Prior to the red card, yes, Liverpool was attacking. Yes, we saw heavy metal football come back again. But there wasn't any pressure on the, che on the Chelsea goal from the, in the middle of the box. Yes, Trent Arnold had some good crosses. Yes, Mane looked, looked, um, looked dangerous in, in, in parts. Yes, Elliot had his moments. But we see an evolution in Chelsea where it's very few teams in history we really get to see that. And I'm not, I'm not trying to push Chelsea over the moon or big them up. But mm. Liverpool came to win that game yesterday. Liverpool threw their best punch yesterday. 
with what they had at their disposal. And Chelsea was just comfortable. Anybody that watched that game know that. We sit on there and say, yo, I kind of expect Liverpool for winning up because Liverpool is pressure in them. But you never see Chelsea at no point looked nervous. And even at times with 10 men, they looked threatening. No, Lukaku was in somebody's pocket. That's why I couldn't deliver. But that's another <laughs> argument. But I think Chelsea proved to me that, and I think they proved to everybody at Anfield, that yeah. they are the best. They, they proved that. Liverpool fans left that game saying, damn, that's the best team in England. Yeah, they, they, I, I thought Chelsea came out of, because prior to the red card, um, they were in the ascendancy. They were definitely that mid... And, and I, we spoke about this last week, right? We spoke about just how good this Chelsea midfield is. And it comes down to this one player who makes everybody else in that midfield job um, so much easier, Angola Conte. I, knew he, I, I know he picked up a knock in the game, but it seems like even Kovacic has, is, has somehow blossomed into a very good midfielder. Hey, even Jorginho. <laughs> no, no, even, even Jorginho. And, and I've been harsh when it comes to Jorginho because um, I think he's an intelligent player, but sometimes he does not give us everything that he has. Um, but even Jorginho put in a shift yesterday. I was so surprised. So, you know what? I, I keep telling you, when players are comfortable and they like their coach and they will play for their coach, and you saw that yesterday, it was like they gave everything that they had on the pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't want you and Juno over here on the bandwagon, especially you, Benton, because you are so soft. Yeah. Me don't want, no, 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 me don't want you to <laughs> cheer from a side party. Go on over, man, you. Yeah, ultimately, we're going to start them up, but we have to give credit where credit is due. Big up to Chelsea. An impressive weekend, just going there and getting that point. Um, I think we settled that that was a red card. Um, just looking at the, the weekend's results in the EPL before we segue to Jamaican football and discuss the upcoming World Cup qualifiers. Um, of course, Man City got, a, got, got an easy walk against um, Arsenal. Everton, good victory against Brighton. And uh, Manchester United somehow found a way against Wolves. Um, any any results that stood out to you guys from this weekend other than this um the way Chelsea was able to with ten men secure and take um take a point from Anfield? Norwich, Leicester. Um <laughs> surprised that Norwich even scored a goal. <laughs> um the West Ham Crystal Palace was was I wasn't expecting that. Crystal Palace has been so bad. Um you would I would I thought that West Ham would have beat them. You know, at the two zero I thought it was done and dusted. Um, so I'm a little bit surprised, but it's good for our boy. I mean, like, you know, he was on the hot seat, even though it was early because he's the only, um, black coach, you know, in the yeah, Premier Patrick League. Vera, he's on a microscope. Yes. He's right. Clear, so for him that. to come back and, and, and get one point, you know, it is, I think it was, um, you know, surprising. Man City Arsenal. I knew they were going to lose, but I never expected 5-0. It was just disgraceful. And with the red card, and I think they're saying something about Arsenal having the most red card or something like that. Um, I have to double-check that, but this is just mine. But those those two um, results kind of... Yeah, since uh, Mikel Arteta became the coach, Arsenal has been the most red-carded team um, in, in the English Premier League. Definitely discipline is an issue under his tenure. Um, Looking at the table quickly, it's early warm, three games in. 
but let's take a picture. Arsenal is sitting at the bottom, um, minus nine goal difference. Does Arsenal get it right here after this international break? Mikel Arteta has how many games to get this thing right? Uh, so we Arteta not lose them, <laughs> Junior, how many games Mikel Arteta <laughs> has to get this thing right? <laughs> yeah, he had three games to get it right, and he didn't get it right. So if 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 Arteta is going to lose his job. This is the perfect time. You're going into the international bring it, you break it, bring in a new coach. I give give him two weeks to cycle down. So uh, if not now, then when? But yo, Brentford is still early. And we know Arsenal not getting relegated, right? We know that. But give Brentford some ratings because three games undefeated, they beat Arsenal, and they, they drew they, they, they have two draws, drawing. With the big money side, Aston Villa. So, you, what is it about Brentford? Is Brentford this year's um, what is yeah. it? Eddie Hall used to coach. Uh, Bournemouth. Had... Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah. Yes, Bournemouth. It, early, early Bournemouth. When Bournemouth came on and kind of lit the lead on fire a little bit. I don't think they are leads from last year, but they have something about them that is they're still to be tested. But big up, big up Brentford. So do, I, do we want so do we want Ivan Tuni to, to declare for us? Because clearly he's a goal scorer. We are right, we are right. Mikel Antonio forward. <laughs> Mikel Antonio is old. So man, we are right. <laughs> uh, we'll discuss Ivan Tuni in a second and the regular boys. We're gonna segue to that. Um Spurs sitting at you know perfect. We don't see this often, right? Give Junior gave Nuno Esperanto. Uh, ball of the week. He's doing a top job there. First time since 1949 that a Spurs head coach started his season um, with three unbeaten, um, three games with a victory. So that's impressive. Impressive by Nuno. I guess we'll wait till the beating start and then we'll see. Um, but it seems like everything is fine with Harry Kane now, right? And he, he did get on the pitch here and all is settled. Be professional. Yes. I mean, like, what is? I mean, what is he going to do? He's going to throw off it and say he's not going to play. You know, he wants to play World Cup. I mean, like, what is he going to do? You know, but it's it's just. Uh, I think Tottenham is showing us grit, um, because even though it was a complete circus, Nuno and the guys stuck to the task, and I guess they understood their assignment. Um, I tell you already, Son is my baller. He's underrated, and I think he's underappreciated by Tottenham as well. Um, so this is really good. And we like Nuno. Nuno is a good coach. I mean, and I'm happy that Tottenham is sitting up there, but it won't be for long. They'll dump you down there, maybe 11th or 12th. Okay, and another big news that took place this week was a Champions League draw. I want to get your quick thoughts. One minute on the group and the potential water and matches that are coming down. Um, group A, as we segue from the EPL, uh, like we said, that's early warm. We'll see what happened with Spurs and Arsenal and the likes. Um, what stood out to you guys in this um, in this Champions League draw? Group A, Man City, Paris, Leipzig, Club Bruges. Um, seems to be a very intriguing group. Intriguing. Mm. Let me tell you something. The funniest part about that group is we know it's rigged. I'm <laughs> What is those are the views? Yes, yes, those are the views of Junior Pringle and not ball chat football. 
we know it's rigged because the second you hear, oh, Man City's pole position to sign Ronaldo, and the next day was um was was Champions League draw, a boom. Man City PSG, they see a group. Oh my God, we get to see Ronaldo and Messi two more times. Blah blah blah, and everybody who said not so fast, my friend. And everybody knows you know, I said, God, beep, like I can't believe it. So. I, that, that group would have been intriguing if, if Ronaldo was at Man City. It's not anymore. It's just not. Group of death for you guys. Group B. Group B, Atletico, Liverpool, Porto, and AC Milan. The big bad, Rossoneri, makes its return to Champions League football. Um, uh, I mean, Junior, your thoughts on your your. Your Manchester United group F group. Yeah, man. Uh, yo, what come out of the group the number one? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Chelsea. What is, what, yeah. what is your group of death, Benton? Um, I thought I said group F. Villarreal, Manchester United, Atalanta, and Young Boys. Because we never know which Manchester United is going to show up. <laughs> not, not, not with Ronaldo. Not with Ronaldo. That that's the disclaimer. Um, I mean, I do expect Villarreal to be be competitive in this group. I don't expect Group B to be as competitive. I mean, uh, Liverpool and and Atletico is gonna go through. AC Milan is just a warm bench um team. Are you for real though? With Giroud, Giroud scored a goal today. I mean, like they are. I mean, they're doing well. And Good. and Tammy Abraham scored a goal today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, that don't make AC Milan. No, so this is big boy football now for, for AC Milan. This is not the Scudetto, the Serie This is big boy Champions League football. They're not ready yet. Liverpool need to figure out their number nine position. They either have to move on from Firmino and say Jata get comfortable, or we're going to keep fighting with Firmino and struggle. Yeah, so Bobby Firmino picked up an injury in that game. So let's see. Um, El Pistolero said, go go sleep, come on. Atleti and Liverpool. <laughs> um, all right, football lovers. So those are the major news coming out of European football. Let's segue to Reggae Boys and CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. Uno ready? <laughs> Uno ready? All right, so this is it, the final round. Um, that we've all been waiting for. Eight teams enter octagonal stage, um, and top three go through, and the fourth place goes to um, intercontinental playoff: Panama, Jamaica, Canada, Honduras, El Salvador, Mexico, United States, and Costa Rica. Jamaica kicks off this match day, uh, match day one against Mexico. Does anybody know the team? Jamaica will play Mexico at the Azteca Stadium. Most of these teams in this um, final round have announced or released their team. Still win for the Reggae Boys. Um, early warm, Junior. And, of course, we have Watch Along. Um, Jamaica versus Mexico Watch Along, September 2nd at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Junior, what do you normally tell the people? Then? Turn off the, the, the audio, the commentary of the American commentator, and join us and listen to a rant about the Reggae Boys. Right? Yeah, I, you know what, too? Univision carrying the game, you know, and we know everybody love watch Univision, you know, <laughs> because when my boy, when my boy commented for Univision, even when I pass in at the middle of the field, you swear it's a goal or score. Yeah, that's cool, but we never get one in a CXC Spanish. 
<laughs> forward for our show and listen our show while you're watching the game. Mute the TV and we're going to watch the game along. Where is the watch along? 9.30 p.m. this this Thursday. Um, let's take a look at um, the schedule uh, for this Thursday's game. Um, so the first so we have jamaica versus mexico that game will kick off at 10 p.m um, 10 p.m eastern do we know the squad family let's let's do we know the jamaican squad i think that's the ultimate question right now anyone does anyone know the jamaican squad one is the insider come on Me. No, 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 we no, have no, seen, no, We no. have seen reports that Peter Lee Vassell, uh, according to TVJ, Peter, I uh, heard reports from TVJ that Peter Lee Vassell, uh, Romario Williams, uh, Romario Williams and the likes are included in this squad. All right. Yeah, they Peter Lee Vassell, Romario Williams, Norman Campbell. Ricardo Morris is always a surprise for me, but you know what, young man, eat your food. Liam Moore, Mikel Antonio, and Kemar Roof, they should all be in the squad, they say. Um, and they're saying that Morris is the only local base player. I think that that's okay. You know, um, Aquasa Chang for me, Chang should have gotten, um, but I guess we are stuck in the position that he plays. So I guess Tapa will have to work with what he has. Um, Darren Wint, Darren Wint says that the list is 30 players long, 30. So I guess we have an embarrassment of witches. Um, and then we'll see. It's interesting because Mattox is now playing. Will Darren Mattox see his way into the World Cup squad? Um, who else? Listen. Devon Watson, big up yourself, family, Haka. And then, Aka, them so they need a vibes man. Aka are um they need somebody to control the middle of the park because I guess championship. I mean, I guess the team still not going really so maybe Ravel, Ravel won't be able to come too. So they need somebody in the middle to break it up the enforcer. Um, so it's it's interesting. All I can say is that we are in trouble, you know. And this is what we get when we do not invest in grassroots. This is what we get when we don't invest in local football. Because no, we don't have the English players for an important game like Mexico and an important game like Costa Rica. We don't have them. And we're not even sure if they're going to go to Jamaica to play versus Panama. Versus Panama. Right? So those are crucial points that we're going to leave on the table. Um, now that we can't get these players, we should not be begging anybody to free our boys or some madness. So they have to use this as um, a valuable lesson. Invest in the local infrastructure. You, I mean, you should be able to have players that you can readily pick from who you don't have to worry that's going to embarrass us. So I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's madness. I think it's only one player that is affected from Mexico full full squad yeah um so the, the september 2nd games um in Concacaf world cup qualifiers mexico versus jamaica uh panama versus costa rica el salvador versus usa honduras versus canada now we could just uh, hide and talk and straight because we don't know go around bush 
anything. We never did we really expect to get anything in Mexico anyway at the Estac, um at the Azteca? And yes. does it does it yes. all right? I mean Yes, yes, remember Junior, when, when can we who, talk who was the no, so who was no who was the coach? And remember we drew with, with well, Winifred. Winifred was it Winifred? Yes, remember and, and, and let us be honest, we should have won that game. But we Try didn't. remember. But we did not. So, you know. Listen, at the end of the day, everybody is good on paper. We ha they had Mikel Antonio, they had a Ravel Morris, they have a Kemar Roof, a Daniel Johnson, Andre Blake. Um, I don't know if Andre Gray, because I don't think Tapa is big on Andre Gray. We have a Shamar Nicholson who is in form, which is good. He's rounding into form. Um, so, I mean, like, anything is possible. We could have done it. Chicharita is, is old-ish. I mean, like, it is possible. But we have to put our best players out there. You know, I, I I don't want to say anything bad about any player, but some players are just not up to snuff. Let us just say, as fans of the reggae boys, some players are not up to snuff. And it's going to be hard for fans to watch our team get back up. Listen, we can beat them. We can beat Costa Rica because we play them, we play them in the World Cup, and we can beat them. Panama... We can beat Panama too and push come to shove. We may be able to beat a Mexico, but these points are really, really important and we cannot afford to drop the ball. Not only that too, I have heard <laughs> that the tickets have not been bought yet for the players. So, like, what? Yeah, so the... No training. All right then. No training camp. Players are going to be tired. They're going to be fatigued. I mean, like, you know, it's like every, it's not only the World Cup qualification, it's like every major tournament, right? We are so ill-prepared where it is laughable at this point. It's like it, it makes it so hard for us to be fans of the, the reggae boys because it's just, we are just for disappointment. And then, so my question to you this now, Hector has not been in Fulham squad. They're talking about Sending Hector to what Bournemouth, so Hector now of the team has not been playing any football. Is he going to be in the squad? Well, might as well, and and might as well him forward because he can quarantine. I mean, he could he since he doesn't have an affiliated club, and and to kind of give a bit of background, why I think this has been talked about at nauseum in other space. So. The worry about this, the English players, the UK base players, is centered around the UK red list because of COVID protocol, right? And so essentially, because the uh, Mexico is on the red list, and of course Costa Rica is on, well, um, and someone else is on the red list, those players will have to quarantine for 10 days upon their return to England. Um, Granny said we, we shouldn't put the eggs in one basket, Junior, again, but do we expect to get anything out of Mexico going into this thing? It's an empty Azteca stadium. Okay. Anything can, but are we prepared to get any? No, that, that's a better question. It shouldn't be, are we expecting or should we expect? Are we prepared to get something out of Mexico? The answer is no. As far as I am concerned, this game is preparation to play Panama and Costa Rica. That's this game. This yeah. game is a warm-up match. It's a warm-up match. It's it's early warm. So, because out of these three games for the reggae boys, um, 
the Panama game is a must-win game, right? The rule of thumb for, for World Cup qualifiers, as, as I get it, is that you have to win at home, and then you try to get what you can on the road. Panama yeah, is must-win. Yeah, no, you want to get the three points. Anyway, them yard, abroad, okay. anywhere at all, won't get the three points. It's just, it, it, it's just disappointing. And I understand Tapa's frustration because the Gold Cup was essentially something like this. He was incorporating the English-based or the overseas-based players with the USL and, you know, local players to see if he can actually get a solid team. I understand the frustration. But I am saying this. As I said about the eggs in a one basket, if we... Out of 30 players, if we are missing six players, the world should not be tumbling over. It shouldn't be the world is on fire. We're supposed to have players that can actually step in and do the task. Suppose I have second, third string, fourth string. Listen, if everybody wants Mikel Antonio, we don't get Mikel Antonio, we have a Shamar. We have a um a Quarryberg. We have a, a Mata. We have a Nico Brett. We, you know, we have some players who, Diva or Hill, if that's, if that's what it comes down to. And if push comes to shove and you decide, say, we are butter butter and we are struggle, go for the most potent goal scorer in our USL history, which is Dane Kelly. I mean, like, listen, invest in grassroots, invest in your local players, just invest and have them come up to the, just like Panama. Panama use them players from you 15, 17, 20 come up and you don't see them scrambling for overseas based players when things go. All right. So, so I mean, that like, that that is a down there. And by the way, football family, before we even continue, we're gonna have to continue um continue the discussion. We have to remind listeners to subscribe to the channel and we have watch along this Thursday, Mexico versus Jamaica, 9:30 Eastern, wherever you're watching us on now. We'll be live at 9.30 Eastern. Junior, um, that, come on, when I talk about Invest, which is all good and well, that's down the road. Jamaica has Costa Rica on the 8th. They have Panama on the 5th. And they have Mexico Thursday. What do we do now? Because Invest not going to help me now. What, do we, what does Tapa do now for these three games, knowing that he may not have his most um, favorite players? You see, we are we, we love we love to draw for the strikers and talk about strikers and this Jamaica for the last twenty years have been looking for a midfielder, right? Can't find a midfielder. Cannot. First, it was supposed to be Jeremy and Hugh. Who was it? Maestro. We did this, that, that, that. We have not found that midfielder, and we were depending on Ravel Morrison. Now he's not there. What Topper need to do is. Stack the midfield against Mexico. You are bigger, stronger, faster than the Mexicans. You can come out of that game with a 0-0 draw if you're dumb down the football. Dumb it down completely, right? Because I don't think we're, I don't think the problem is the striking. I don't think the problem is the defending or the goalkeeping against Mexico. The problem is going to be that waves of attack that we're going to get from Mexico over and over are over again that eventually is going to break the back line down just stack the midfield you're faster than everybody else by the field and anyway so let's put one striker up there and just play rudimentary football and hope for the best but panama play your football costa rica play your football and tapa you got you 
you have the best blueprint to beat Costa Rica. Costa Rica just beat your one love in a Gold Cup one day, and they struggled to beat your one love. Struggled, as far as I'm concerned. You can make the adjustments now and go to go to Costa Rica. I big up to all of the Jamaican, my real homegrown Jamaican fans out there. You guys have been balling for a local team for how long? Here's your. <laughs> Why well, say so get the local team now? <laughs> um, and big up all our better. Dwight Spencer, only Raul Evidence from Mexico is affected. We can draw at an empty Azteca Stadium. We should have a strong 33-man squad. And also, Bubba Peace is saying, we can't beat nobody. Yeah, we get a full love. That's the only thing we're getting in Mexico. Uh, hey, 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 Bubba. Never optimistic. Not never optimistic. Just, to, just to remind... Come on, before you make your point, just to remind listeners, again, reggae boys, watch along this Thursday, September 2nd, 9.30 Eastern, wherever you're watching us now, Mexico versus you, um, to, against the Reggae Boys, Tabo US. And also, we have Watch Along against Panama, Jamaica versus Panama, September 5th at 5 p.m. That will be on Sunday. And then we play the Ticos. We also have a Watch Along on September 8th at 8.30 p.m. Why, hey? The 8.30 arm, the 8, the watch along and the 8 better not be dark on somebody, you know, because that Panama game may affect our mood for that game on the 8th. So, um, I am, come on, I'm going to get you to chime in now. Go ahead, come on. No, Junior is saying part the bus first to Mexico. That's what he's saying. Yep. Okay. That's what we did. Yeah, park a bus. What else would you do? There's, in fact, park, bus, truck. Donkey cat, horse, whatever you the central objective for Jamaica going into the Azteca, like like um was mentioned earlier, it's an empty stadium. I, I know I think the altitude might have a might affect them, but I was told that these are professional footballers, they should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um they're they're supposed to be flying in on what Tuesday and then train on Wednesday. They should be flying on a charter flight. And based on some scientific research, that is less time to be able to affect the altitude to really cause a significant impact on them. So, other than that, park a bus. Hear this, Hear this real quick. Win his best game, coaching Jamaica, in my opinion, his best game was his very first game when they played Mexico in, in Azteca in that, in that World Cup qualifier that ended 0-0. That's a Joby Makinoff game when, when Joby should have scored. That was the first time that whole team came together. That was not Joby. I never Joby get the opportunity. That was, that was the Makinoff game, yes. Yes. Yeah, it was a Makinoff game, but it was not him. It was, a, was it Beckford? It was somebody who got an opportunity. Beckford, I know Makinoff get that, but I think one, somebody did get clear off the line too. But that was a brand new team. All UB parties come together for the first time, never three and never nothing. And when it just implemented a simple game plan with bigger, stronger, faster, let's beat them in the midfield and stifle the game. That's all I'm offered. Uh, it make it sound so easy. Come on, top, does Tapa coach the other Tapa Whitmore do that? Um, just stifle them in the midfield. Come on, he has to. I mean, like, he has to because if, if he does not have the players that he really wants, 
um, then, you know, it must have to do with what I have and just, you know, adjust it accordingly so we can at least, I expect at least one point, but I'm hoping for three. All right, all right. Football family will get more into this on Thursday. Join us at 9.30 p.m. We'll, we'll know the squad by then. <laughs> we will know the squad by then. We'll dissect the team a little bit and preview that game in our watch along. Let's get to yard ballers. Um, for the, we have three minutes left in the show. Let's go ahead and highlight Jamaican footballers and the ones local or abroad playing a trade. Why? Um, come on, humble lion, get eliminated from playoff already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it rough, it rough, it rough. But we did not. Oh yeah, the last. <laughs> but we, we we know. Um. So as I said, Nico Brett. Um, scored a goal to help Birmingham beat Louisville 2-1. I think Nico is on 11 goals for the season. Andre Lewis was very active in his team's 4-1 victory. Um, three of those goals came from direct contributions from him. And I like that he is doing well. He wasn't treated well by the coach in the beginning, but this is how you shut people up. So congrats to you, L.A. Um, Mikey Seaton, he scored a goal, had an assist, but his team lost 3-2. Um, Tyreek McGee came on in the 93rd minute, which is, I call it the Tevis time, in his team's 1-0 loss. No Leon Bailey, he's still injured, so he might not play um, versus... Oh, him came for <laughs> World Cup. They didn't want to have a World Cup. Um, Ivan Tony scored a one goal for Brentford. Wait, I'm not taking a Jamaican report. Why Ivan Tony not this? Because <laughs> we still want him. Um, so Rafael Morris played 90 minutes in Derby's one 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 draw with Nottingham Forest. Bobby Reed with a goal in Fulham's 3-0 win over Stoke City. No Hector in the 18, as I said. Rumor is that he's in line for a move to Bournemouth. Um, Shamar Nicholson with a hat trick. Um, in his 5-2 victory, he um, he has four goals and one assist on the season. So good job, Shamar. Um, Darren Mattox was substituted in the 74th minute um, of Phoenix 3-2 victory. Peter Lee Vassal was substituted on um, in, Indy for, in the 75th minute in a 2-0 victory. So we have a couple of players who are scoring and have some goals. Nico is on 11, Dane Kelly on 7, Junior Fleming's on 5. Nika Daly on five, Zico Lewis is on seven assists, Shane Beckford five assists, Kenardo Forbes five assists, and Kadeem Dakers um, three assists. Vare is still leading in the Jamaica Premier League. Um, and I said, I am surprised that Okata Chung, if I'm, I would be surprised if he's not in the list. He has six goals so far for Harborview. Um, so, Premier League is not on tomorrow because of the no movement um, day. So, Vare is currently in first, and I'm surprised at Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant screeched, they were up to second. Waterhouse, Portmore, Tivoli, Dumbo Holding, Cavalier is struggling. Um, that's my roundup. And the results from today uh, Humble Lion lost a Dumbo Holding official eliminated. Big up my lines. I only get one from Harborview. <laughs> Yard, ballers, Yard Ballers report. Football family want to remind our listeners to subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel, family. Please support the show. Uh, road to 5,000 new subscribers. So subscribe the channel, um, to the channel. And also smash the like button. And we have Watch Along this Thursday. 
9.30 p.m. The Reggae Boys versus El Tri or El Tri or whatever they want to call it um, at the Azteca. Um, and yo, ready up and up. We're ready up and up. And of course, we have Watch Along on September 5th against Panama at 5 p.m. Jamaica hosts Panama. And will there be fans in the stand at the game um, in, in Kingston? Uh, no, no. Not even vaccinated fans? Nope. Andrew Holness says no fans in the stands. We're not working with home field advantage here. And then we also have Watch Along against Costa Rica on September 8th, 8.30 p.m. Engineer, we officer family before we go where we are because we're ready up and up. Big up Jeff Paul, big, big up Jeff Paul Foster. We are not showing the game live on the YouTube channel because copyrights. Um, so check your local listings. If you're in the United States, I know Paramount Plus is carrying the games. Uh, Univision, if you have Univision, Univision will be carrying the Mexico game for sure. So you can watch it at Univision. And remember, mute it and turn on our, our stream. All right? So that's it. Yeah, football um, family. Uh, you can, before, yeah, go ahead, come on. Villarreal is up two one versus Atleti. Oh, Villarreal leading Atleti two one. Um, football family again Thursday nine thirty p.m. Eastern on Flow Sports on Ball Chat YouTube channel. Wherever you're watching us live, watch along. Yo, reggae boys, don't embarrass us. We're not another nerve thing Thursday now. Um, football family, you can connect with us on. Ball, Twitter at ballchat1. We're on Facebook at ballchat. You can email us at ballchatpodcast at gmail.com. Yo, Red Reggae Boys World Cup qualifiers. Ready up. Ready. Dwight Spencer Okesa Chung should get a call up to the senior squad. I, I know I'm a butcher that name, so let's see. Yeah, yeah, man. Then he's not leading goal scorer in the local league. If the leading goal scorer in the local league can't get a call, what what else about the league? And he's not toughy. Another striker. Yo, we talk Thursday, man. Thursday, family. Bless. Come on, hey, pray, no. Bless him. All right.